Blog Talk Radio. They said you wouldn't make it so far. And ever since they said it, it's been hard. But never mind the night you had to cry. Cause you had never let it go inside. You were too hard. You know exactly what you want and need. So believe. And you can never give up. You can reach a goal. Welcome. You are listening to Get Into It with Tina Conroy on Block Talk Radio, and I'm your host. Our phone line will be open, and that number is 516-387-1936. I also have a chat room open on Block Talk Radio. To do that, go to blogtalkradio.com, find my show, Get Into It with Tina Conroy, and join the chat. Also, I would love if I could have you follow my show. So if you're on my site today, hit follow, and then you'll be able to watch upcoming shows and previous shows as well, as they all are podcast. So hello and welcome. Today is March 11th, and we have a beautiful day on the East Coast. Last week, we had a very snowy day and cold day, so we are moving forward. Last week when I broadcast, I talked about March 4th moving forward, and we surely are. We have this beautiful weather. We're starting to actually see grass here, and it's nice for the snow to start to melt away. So welcome. Before I get to my topic and bring my guest on, I would love for us to do a centering as we do every week. So if you are listening and you can close your eyes, please go ahead and do so. Take a nice, long, deep breath in and exhale away. As we focus today on wellness, on treating our bodies, our mind and spirit with healthy options, connect to how you feel at this present moment. Notice your body. Notice some of your thoughts. Let go of any judgments and connect to your breath. Take a moment to celebrate you for allowing yourself to take self-care and for tuning in today. And then gently as we connect to the heart center, that place of love and compassion, place your hands on your heart and just notice your heart center, the essence of our being, our spirit. Take another nice, long, and deep breath in and exhale away. So the month of March is National Nutrition Month. And in this nutritional month, and it's so befitting that I am having the show, so I didn't even know, so see how beautiful things align. 
education and information campaign was created annually in March by the Academy of Nutrition and Dietetics. The campaign focuses on attention on the importance of making informed food choices and developing sound eating and physical activity habits. So here we are in the month of March, and Laura and I spoke briefly before the other day, and we talked about probably March because it's a kickoff to spring, and we all want to make those those choices. We probably have been in hibernation, especially on the East Coast. We felt very hibernated with the snow, and now it's time to move forward and look at some of the habits that maybe weren't so healthy and enjoy ourselves as well. I want to tell you a little bit about Laura, and what I love about Laura is her beautiful, easy approach, her um, wonderful mentality and just expression about eating and food so it'd be fun and festive and not boring and and uh, not exciting. So that's what I love. Laura is a registered dietitian and a bona fide food lover. She graduated with a bachelor's degree in nutrition from Penn State and completed her dietitian internship and nutrition master's degree program at New York University. For the past 13 years, Laura has worked with patients of all ages, from all cultures and backgrounds. Before moving out of New York City, Laura spent five years working for the private practices of Joy Bauer Nutrition and Brown and Medina Nutrition as a nutritioner counselor and as a clinical dietitian at the Hospital for Special Surgery. Prior to that, she worked for five years in the intensive care units as a critical care dietitian at Beth Israel Hospital in downtown Manhattan. Laura finds no greater pleasure than when she helps a client struggling with their weight management, chronic disease, or ailment. She relates to her clients and their struggles, and they work together in the most realistic way to improve their lives. So I'd love to get Laura on the line. Hi, Laura. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. Glad to have you on. Good. I know, and I was listening to you talk, and coincidentally, you're talking about things aligning. It's actually Registered Dietitian Day um, wow. today, Wednesday, March 11th. So, um, you know, it's kind of like a day that, um, you know, raises awareness of registered dietitians as the indispensable providers of food and nutrition services. So that's a that good is, thing that I'm that's on so today. That's so cool. I didn't even, we didn't even know that when we spoke about yeah, the Yeah, I didn't day. know either. I should know, but I didn't. <laughs> that is so cool. So we're not only in the month of March, but we also have today being a special day. I love it. I love how this all kind of like comes together. Yeah. So maybe we'll just kind of talk to our listeners, how talk a little bit about, um, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into nutrition. Um, well, I just feel like it was always my calling. I'm not really sure how it happened. It was always just from a young age. I started cooking and getting interested in just being healthy and exercise. Um, it probably came from reading those, you know, fitness magazines and health <laughs> magazines that can be both positive and negative, I think, for young girls, but, you know, I found them to be positive and they really got me interested and, you know, I really never looked back. I just went straight ahead, um, right into college my freshman year, never changed my major, um, which is really rare. It is very Uh, rare. Yeah, and I went, you know, specifically to a university that offered a um, bachelor's degree in nutrition which, you know, there's maybe three or four in the entire country that do. So um, Penn State 
has one of the best nutrition programs. They have a huge agriculture school there. So, and of course, it's the most fun place that ever existed. <laughs> so, um, you know, I went straight into it. I graduated with a bachelor's in nutrition, and I went straight into my dietetic internship at NYU in the city. So when I moved there, I was 18. I never moved out um, until, you know, I had children, you know, into the suburbs of New York. But, um, you know, I really think it was just something I loved doing and cooking, and it was really, a lot of it was just food-based from the beginning. Um, So, you know, I know we'll talk about it, but I'm really food-centered, and, you know, I really take pleasure in good food and quality food and just eating in general, Um, and we have such a negative, um, sometimes, feeling about food, but, you know, I try to help people really embrace how food can be so great for your life as long as most of the time you're eating fairly healthy and you start to really appreciate it and see it more. Um, You know, for one of the reasons we eat, of course, is because it's fueling our bodies and we eat for every other reason except for the fact that it's actually keeping us alive. So, you know, that's always interesting to talk about too. And you know what, that's what I love so much about your approach because I, I've shared a little bit with you. I have kind of struggled up and down with, with my weight, and I, I look at it, I'm sort of an all-or-nothing person, so I'm always one of these people like, this is bad or this is good or this is mm-hmm. okay or I had a good day, I had a bad day, and, you know, I'm getting there. It's a slow process for me. I never really had the background growing up um, that really what was healthy, whatever was there was there. And there's so much more awareness now, and obviously I'm more aware, but I'm still full into those traps of what what I would consider good or bad. So I know Mm -hmm. we'll demystify that a little bit, but what I like is for me personally, and I think for a lot of people, it's really challenging to to work with someone, to work with a nutritionist, uh, a dietitian, registered dietitian, and it be a sort of all of all or nothing. You know, this mm-hmm. is the plan. This is it. So, and I like that you're a foodie because I always say I love food. I, I'm one of these people that I love every ethnicity. There's not like one food that I don't like. I'm very open-minded, which is great. And bad, right? Because it's like I, I love, I love. <laughs> no, Japanese it's only food, good. Food, Indian food. So my palate's very broad, mm-hmm. and um, so which I love, and I just I love food. So I love that we have that foodie in in common. So yes, and I really food should be a positive thing in your life. It should be a pleasure, but um, you know the majority of people I see really struggle with just food in general, and they just you know. They don't even want to think about it. They just want to be told exactly what to do. But, you know, if it was that easy and we could all follow that, um, you know, a specific diet, you know, a lot of times for weight loss, then we wouldn't have this problem in our country. Um, right. You know, people talk about, oh, I was so good today or I was so bad today. And I try to help them not think of it in terms of good and bad because when it's, quote, unquote, bad, you know, you give up so easily and um, it's not so black and white that's the thing with eating and nutrition um, and just eating healthier is there is no black or white and we are so extreme you know as human beings I think a lot of the time Um, we're either one extreme or the other we're either not eating anything starving ourselves or overindulging and really um, 
you know, we tend to binge on things, especially sweets and carbohydrates and things like that that are addictive. Um, so, you know, I'm sure a lot of you hear the word moderation when we talk about um, how to eat, especially how dietitians teach their clients how to eat, and it's all all about moderation, moderation. It sounds so simple, but it's not, and it's really a practice of getting more towards the middle than from one extreme to the other. You know, it's a practice of trying to eat more moderately and allowing yourselves to have certain foods that, you're, that you consider off-limits. So no food should be off-limits. And, oh, okay. you know, I'm talking about this so simply and, you know, but it's taken me a long time personally to get there too. Um, you know, I see a lot of clients that struggle with, like, the freshman 15. They come and see me during their college breaks or, you know, just um, kids in high school. And, um, you know, I was there too. I was that girl freshman year that drank too much sometimes and didn't eat so healthfully. Um, And, you know, it took me a while. You know, I studied this, you know, myself, of course, so, you know, to get towards that moderation. And it does take a long time, and it takes a lot of patience, but that's what I work with my clients on. So it's not like you came from a family that was, I mean, I don't, just a little bit of background. It's not like your family was necessarily um, so into nutrition and right, this no. is sort of how you, okay. So now. No, we, there was no restrict, we weren't a restrictive family. You know, I don't remember um, having only super healthy foods in the house or not being allowed to have things, um, which is really important also to the listeners out there, you know, especially parents. Um, so, you know, you have to allow your kids to have certain sweets and treats and things and not, you know, make it so off limits because then you tend to, you know, that sticks with you throughout life. And I never really had that, which is why I think um, it was easier for me to, to, to become a moderate person, you know, become a moderate eater because, you know, I didn't have this kind of diet mentality in my house that a lot of, I see a lot of now. Um, and, you know, it's kind of, it's pretty cool because it's come full circle now and I'm teaching my parents how to eat mm-hmm. healthier. Um, so, you know, you know, they did the best they can and that's all you can do, but it's something to think about, you know, when you're raising your children is to really be, be moderate with them. Right. So you're, I mean, so you would say that your approach is more of a real approach. It's not this one way. And that's, that's sort of another question I'm leading up to. Yeah. Do you feel like there is not, do you feel like each person, I mean, obviously each person is an individual, but mm-hmm. I know there's some approaches where it's, this is the way. Like this is, let's say, now I know you don't see always everybody for weight loss, but I'm just going to kind of move over because I know there's so much we could talk about with nutrition. But mm-hmm. if it comes to weight loss, and I found for myself, right, I've I've done this particular program and I've done the big name programs in this program. When someone comes to you for weight loss, so just not just, and I know what it, I know again, I'd like to tell the listeners what you shared with me about diet. So you shared how, you know, we talked about that. Maybe you could share that before I kind of jump into that about what is diet, right? Some people think diet is restriction, but you were kind yeah. of explaining to me the other day. You know, if you hear the word diet, you think of weight loss diet, you know, something you follow to lose weight. But the word diet actually just means what are you eating? You know, what does right. your diet look like? What are you eating? That's what a diet is. So 
immediately we think weight loss. Um, sure. And it's not, you know, I, and that's why sometimes I don't like to use the word diet, but it's a part of our vocabulary and it really just means what you're eating. So it's okay to use. Um, but, you know, people come to me kind of after they've done all these big name diets, Weight Watchers, and they've done, try to do a book by themselves um, or Jenny Craig where they, you know, have all the frozen meals given to you. Um, you know, that stuff is something you have to be on and then you're off of it. So that's what a weight loss diet is. You're either on right. something or off something. So you're never going to sustain that throughout your life. So, you know, when I meet my clients, they've kind of just been through the gamut of everything and they're just so struggling so much and they've just almost given up at that point, um, a lot of them. So, you know, the the great part about working with a dietitian um, is that it's all very um, customized and individual. And, you know, I really look at their background and their history and family history and food preferences and allergies and their labs. And, you know, it's kind of like you have to look at the, enti- the big picture. And then we go from there um, and we build a relationship and we're able to kind of talk about it because these are counseling and therapy sessions as well because food is so related to everything in your life. Right, um, absolutely. You know, and then we take all that and I actually make them a food plan that is just for them with a lot of options. Um, and that's kind of how we start out is, you know, this is made for you and this is what we're going to do to change your lifestyle. So, you know, I'm very real about everything. And for me, it's really like taking what you love and things that you love to eat and things you like to cook and meals you like to eat at restaurants and just modifying them. Never saying you can never have that, um, but taking it and modifying. And I really love to use that word because um, if you just take your current lifestyle and the things you're struggling so much with and you just modify them, you know, little changes really add up and then people start to see such a difference in their energy levels and their appearance. Um, It's not just about what the number says on the scale. You know, I don't like to focus on that so much either. Um, It's really like you see your body changing, you feel so much better, and, you know, your clothes are fitting differently. And when the scale used to be like the end-all, be-all, we just give Mm -hmm. up so easily. It's not really about that. You know, the scale should be used as a tool, um, you know, if you can use it that way. You know, some people, I I, I see, you know, weigh themselves every day, and you're going to weigh something different throughout the day and from day to day. Well, that was me. I forever, and I still fall into that trap now, and... I, um, you know, so my my little background story is, and I've kind of shared this with the listeners from the beginning of the year, is I my I had a, a guest on Terry who just wrote a book about tapping in the shower. That's emotional tapping, and one of her one of her chapters was about weight loss. And I've sort of always felt like a yo-yo dieter. And when I went to college, I went away my freshman year, and I did the, you know I gained the fifth, freshman fifteen, and I was a dancer in in college, and I was dancing say I don't know. 25 hours a week. And I had really bad eating habits. I was, you know, drinking pots of coffee to stay awake. I was smoking cigarettes at the time. And I was, mm-hmm. and, you know, all that. And when I went back my sophomore year, I went back with a lot of weight on me. And I I decided to, I, I didn't realize it, but I was starving myself. So I went from still keeping up my activity, 
nicotine, caffeine, and I went from, like, say, I don't know the exact weight, but, like, say I left in September of 150 pounds, and my parents came up to see me in a dance performance, I was, like, 122 pounds in, like, less than six weeks. And I was really, really in this horrible emotional state of, well, if I just don't eat, I'll lose weight. And so I got in a very bad habit of, you know, weighing myself every day. And so I had to almost, like, break that habitual habit mm-hmm. for many I mean now we're talking I don't want to say my age but how many years later mm-hmm. like I there's times I'll go on and off the scale in a day and I'll say oh my gosh you can't go back into that because it really mm-hmm. isn't you know a, a way to track and now I'm I'm obviously with a lot of tools and many years mm-hmm. able to say how do I feel and you know if you eat like right. crap you're going to feel like crap I mean mm-hmm. I think that's <laughs> that's that's the deal. I mean, I, yeah. I feel good, right? So Yeah, it's like, you know, we say we are what we eat, and we've heard it a million times, but it's so true. Um, you know, I have clients who are, like, eating, you know, they've really changed things and modified, and then they have one day that was not what they're normally eating now, and they tell me how terrible they feel because, you know, our bodies are very smart, and they react pretty quickly, Um and a lot of symptoms we're having and our sleep habits and just everything can be related to how you're eating and how active you are. Um, and, you know, it's like we've talked about this a million times and all people talk about is diet and weight. And, um, you know, I'm kind of like I started my practice because I was kind of sick of that. You know, I tell people, like, ditch the diet, um, you know, that weight loss diet word and, you know, let's, like, get to the bottom of this and work with, you know, your life and your family and your job and what you like to eat and what you don't like to eat. And let's figure out a plan for you that, you know, just becomes second nature. So instead of being on something that you're going to go off of because you're depriving yourself or you can't go out with your friends or you can't go on vacation, you know, you're just modifying your life and it just becomes like second nature, which is so cool when that starts to happen and it does take time. But, you know, I've seen people um, really change pretty quickly just because they feel so much better. They're like, oh, my God. I mean, you don't, you don't know how many times I've heard lately, like, this isn't hard, you know. <laughs> so many right. times when you're following a, you know, diet, it's, so difficult and you struggle and you're so frustrated because you know you're given such limits and you know that shouldn't be what life's about it should be just about like being able to modify wherever you are and you know you you get there and there's ups and downs and you know just being patient and not giving up and um, thinking of food differently so when you start thinking differently you know we talk a lot um, you know at practice and you know, about mind and body connection, and that's so important because once your mind starts thinking differently, your body starts to follow. So it really, like, starts in your head, and that's why, you know, I talk a lot about, you know, we were just talking about, um, you know, kind of these therapy sessions with nutrition and food because it really is. You know, it's so in our heads that when we – start to think differently and we start to prepare better and just think ahead before we act, then it starts to just become the way we are instead of like a daily 
struggle, you know, that some people have every single day. Um, Because it, like, breaks my heart to see that. And it's really one of the reasons why I do this is because I can change somebody's struggle that they've, you know, had for sometimes 50 years. Right. And you, and you, I know that you're a big proponent of really enjoying every meal. This shouldn't be a meal that you're sort of like, oh, I guess I have right. to have that. If you, know? you say like, oh, like you associate this with like your jetting Craig or your, um, you know, we, a lot of times it's like the salad with the grilled chicken on top. Right. And like right. fat free dressing. <laughs> and it's like, who in their right mind is going to enjoy that every day? Um, you know, now I eat that sometimes. I put some avocado on top and I use some real dressing and I add some beans and I make it like so delicious that it would never be associated with like this deprivation. You know, we think right. of, again, the good and the bad foods, but, you know, you have to like adapt things to taste really good for you because if you're not satisfied in what you're eating, mind and body, you're never going to sustain that. Right, and then you're just going to grab all the stuff that you want, and then you you yeah. know so you should enjoy each meal. Well, I know yeah. I have to sh- do a shout out of your congratulations because I know you hit 300 likes on your Laura Burke Nutrition Facebook oh, page. Yes, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and and just for all the listeners, um, is your Facebook page a public group or yes. do they have to be okay? So it's Laura Burke Nutrition Facebook page, and congratulations! It's 300 Thanks. likes today. So cool. Mm-hmm. Um, they share and a lot I, of um, recipes on there. Um, and, you know, a lot of, like, my philosophy is, like, quick, easy, healthy. And so I post my, you know, I post my pictures and my recipes, and, you know, I'll see somebody on the street in town, and they're like, oh, thank you so much. I just made your, you know, meatballs or something. So it really, I love it when somebody says that to me, because it's like I'm actually reaching people and helping them, and it's interesting to see that, how social media is helping people. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think there was one snowstorm. How many snowstorms have we had? But a couple snowstorms back, I think you were, I think it was a breakfast. I'm going to have to ask you about it, but it was simple. It was like, I think it was like an oatmeal. It was like a smoothie kind of thing. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so easy, you know? So I love that because I... I really do struggle. I struggle with planning. I'm struggle with what do I buy? Like, uh, you know, I love food, but what, how do I put it together and, you know, all of that. So I love even just kind of browsing through the Facebook page and, and seeing stuff. Um, okay. I kind of want to jump into, we've been hearing this a lot. And we also, I know you also ran a clean challenge at Practice Body, Mind, Soul in Roslyn. But mm-hmm. can you kind of just give us a little idea of what clean eating is? Because we hear that a lot, like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm doing clean eating or I'm sure. following clean eating. Sure. I mean, that's my, another one of, you know, the things that I'm really um, focused on um, is clean eating. And there's really not one definition, um, but it's actually simpler than you think. It's kind of just a general way of eating that focuses on real natural foods and limits all those processed foods and added sugars that um, are constantly bombarding our food supply. And I think the main reason for, um, you know, overweight and obesity is that we're all addicted to sugar. And, you know, the clean eating challenge was kind of like thinking about what is What just has one ingredient or what grows in the ground? Um, What doesn't come in a package? Um, You know, so that was kind of just fruits and vegetables and lean proteins like chicken, turkey, fish, eggs. 
um, dairy, and um, and what else? <laughs> and just kind of taking that concept and make you know thinking of meals out of it, um, and I kind of helped people along the way, um, and really just. You know, this was like a five-day thing because, of course, I don't have anything off limits. But for five days, I wanted to see, I wanted people to see how much better they would feel if they eliminated all those added sugars in their diets, just the extra stuff, you know, the extra sugar they're adding or the extra honey or jam or any artificial sweeteners um, because that's a whole other topic. But, you know, I'm not a big fan of them either. I, I really want people to focus on, like, real natural foods, Um and, no, I love. You know, I mean, I did it. Also, yeah. I mean, yeah. I did the clean. I thought it was gonna be really hard because every time I go into anything that I have to change, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's gonna be so hard. I'm not gonna be able to do it. But I have mm-hmm. to tell you, when I did the challenge, the clean eating challenge, I, I really noticed. It made me more aware of how many things additionally I kind of add into my diet that I didn't really figure out. Like, mm-hmm. um, I'm not a big. I didn't think, okay, I didn't think I was a big sugar person because I'll have my cup of coffee in the morning with my milk and I don't put sugar in. But sugar is hidden in so many other things. So for me, it was such a wake-up call because I may not be actually opening up that white sugar and pouring it on, but it was in so many other things that I was like, wow, I really Mm -hmm. have it hidden. And it's disguised with so many names on products. Yeah, um, you know, it can be cane syrup or glucose or, I mean, there's so many different names for sugar that it's not actually called sugar, but it's the same thing. Your body will interpret it the same way. Um, and if, let's say you eat an apple, it's real. There's nothing added to it. Yes, it has natural sugar, but it hasn't had something, you know, added to it like all the processed foods. Um, and it right. really, I know we're going to talk about this, but the main reason that I love to do something like this is because it makes somebody actually mindful of what they're doing. And that's another big thing that I focus on is just being mindful about what you're actually putting in your mouth and all the little things throughout the day that we kind of pick at, like at the supermarket, if there's a sample, you know, I I pick it up (laughs) or like the extra food on my kids' plate. I mean, we all do this, right? We try to order something healthy, and then our kids get the french fries and chicken fingers, and then we end up eating theirs. Um, And it just adds so much extra to your day. So there's all these little mysteries throughout the day that you're like, wow, actually, this stuff's really adding up. And when you think about it and you think about eating cleanly, all these things are just not even, you know, incorporated into clean eating they they're not clean food so it just gets you like thinking so differently and like wow you know it's giving you like a revelation about yourself yeah, so you know that kind yeah. of jump start that I did like really helped people um you know continue it you know it was it was definitely modified to be not as strict you know because that's just life and it should be like that but um you know I had people I mean, it started with an email to people, and then, I mean, people were asking me to forward it to their friends, and and it, and it started coming, you know, going around all over the country. There was someone following it in Portland, and, um, you know, somebody in Florida, and, you know, I'm sure groups of people all over the place, but it, it was really cool. It kind of got circulated to, like, 
I don't even know how many people were following, but maybe like over a hundred or something. And I love one it. of my I friends' husbands <laughs> did it, and he lost like fifteen pounds in like a wow. month or two. And like this is just how he eats now. So of course he's a he's a male. So <laughs> but sometimes it's a little easier for them. They like. They just change things, and that's it. Cause it's not so as emotional for men sometimes. I mean, it still is um, for some men, but um, you know, for him, he was like, "Oh, you know, this is great. I'm. I can't believe how much I've changed and all the things I used to, you know, pick at, and now he's just more mindful about everything." No, I really like that. I really, I feel like I need a, I need another jump start on my clean challenge. So maybe I know. You'll have I to think do we all do. I think. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, Tell me if, and I know we don't want to really talk about restrictions, but if mm-hmm. we had to, I don't know, if you, if there was three things, I'm sure, just three things that you would ask the listeners if they wanted to make a change, what would they be? Like, it doesn't necessarily mean they have to, like, take it completely out of their diet. It could mm-hmm. be, like, a modification. But what three things can you think of? Like, say, just in general, I know a lot of people listening are just weight loss, weight loss, but it could be weight loss or just healthy eating, right? Not everybody mm-hmm. is looking to lose weight. Right, um, of course. I mean, everybody can improve no matter what, you know, just right. being healthier. Exactly. Um, but, like, the first thing is probably just buy less packaged food and more okay. real whole foods. Um, it really goes back to basics, and we have to be realistic. Um so just focusing on basic nutrition, the natural whole grain carbs, lean proteins, and heart-healthy fats, and then combine them to make meals and snacks and, you know, limit the junk that we are all addicted to, um, you know, baked goods, candies, cookies, juice, soda, sports drinks, you know, chocolates, candies, you know, all that stuff. Um, there's a reason we're addicted to them. So when you wean yourself off of them, just like anything else we're addicted to, it's like everything changes. Um, Second, you know, again, mindful eating, thinking before you eat. Are you actually hungry? You know, thinking about that. What's causing you to eat? Are you hungry? Then eat. You need to feel yourself. Did you just eat and you want, you know, something else because you had a stressful day or it's the end of the day? And we tend to just eat so much more when 4 o'clock up until bedtime goes mm-hmm. around. Um, that's when people eat the majority of their calories. Um, so really just thinking about it. And um, and the, the third thing is really we need to move more. Um, our lives have become so sedentary. And, again, with the extreme all or nothing, people with – working out are are like that. They either work out five days a week and go to the gym and feel like they have to be there for two hours or they do nothing at all. So just doing something, just walking, you know, or planning something and putting it as like an appointment in your in your day, even just for half an hour, will give you great benefits. And, you know, you just start small and you know, even if you say I'm gonna do something, I tell people, say I'm gonna go out and walk around the block for 20 minutes, I guarantee you'll end up doing more than that. Or I'm going to go walk on the treadmill for 20 minutes, you're going to end up doing more. So just moving in general, um, I think that that extreme um, thought, you know, that extreme behavior with working out led me to yoga because I used to run a lot, and I'd run like five, six miles, and I would hurt myself, and I'd have, um, you know, I had um, some back problems, 
and you know, my, my foot, my feet hurt and all kinds of things. And I was like, if I don't get that, you know, hardcore workout or sweat in, then nothing's going to be good. And, you know, that's what led me to yoga because it was like such a different mindset. And, you know, I think that it gets you in really great shape, but it makes you think about things so differently and like, why am I actually doing this? And, you, you, I mean, I'm talking yeah, to a yoga teacher. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying. No, but. I do. I do. I, I really do. I It's that feeling that you want to feel so good and have that space in your body and also treat your body well. It's like the, they say the body's the temple and, mm-hmm. and provide and self-care. So mm-hmm. yoga gives us that step back, that spiritual practice to step back. And obviously it's physical as well, but it also allows us to integrate all those things which i which i love and obviously you do too because i know we we take class together so um, yeah it's and great. you know so those are like my three big ones and there's so many other things and also just hydrate more drink lots of water um by the time we're actually thirsty we're we're beyond dehydrated so that's interesting too and if you hydrate yourself more with water number one um you know, you're not going to be as hungry. A lot of times we mistake hunger for thirst. Now, so, are you, um, are you um, a lot of people say it's like half your body weight. I feel like that is crazy. Like, no. I, I, I mean, another thing, it's another extreme. You have to drink eight to ten cups of water a day. That's not true. <laughs> and okay. also, if, you have a, if you're at work, like, you're not going to be in the bathroom all day. You have to be real about it. So, you know, I tell people, like, try to drink at least, like, four to five cups of water a day or, you know, herbal tea or um, seltzer, like club soda. Those are all counting as water. Right. Um, I mean, I remember once someone telling me you have to drink half of your body weight in water. I thought, and now you know that I teach yoga. I was like, okay, you're going into pigeon pose. Hold on. I'm, I this it couldn't. I couldn't <laughs> keep it. I mean, you're laughing, but I was like, could not keep it up. I would like. You're like count to thirty. Have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> I was like two minutes pigeon pose. Hold on, I'm coming back. Um, I I couldn't. I can't, I couldn't do it. I mean, and then, of course, I felt like a failure because I couldn't drink half my body weight in water. So then it was just like, oh, my gosh, I failed already, you know. <laughs> right. But It's such you know, like a quick again, failure, and it shouldn't be so like quick. that. And, yeah. you know, that kind of, that's like a good thing I was going to say um, before that we're kind of like outright confused about everything when it comes to nutrition, <laughs> but it's for good reason. You know, the food companies are labeling and promoting products with all this misleading health information, and we just read so much stuff about products, supplements, fad diets, celebrities, what works, what doesn't. I know. Um, you know, it goes yeah. on and on. So, you know, when someone first comes into my office, it's it's no wonder they have they're so confused and they don't even know where to go from here. Which is like with the with your water um, <laughs> issue, you know, you were told that, and you were like, "Oh, that must be true then." Right. Exactly. Exactly. So let's kind of jump right into what's the difference between um, a registered dietitian and a nutritionist, and can you be one and the same? Which I know you are, and and so mm-hmm. kind of let's let's kind of just kind of go there because I don't think a lot of people know that. At least I didn't. So you know, right. maybe people are more informed than me. Yeah, well, a registered dietitian is accredited by the American Dietetic Association. So we're actually licensed to practice. We've, um, you know, completed 
all the hours that we needed to and all the prerequisites, and we've passed the RD exam. Um, and anybody can call themselves a nutritionist. So, you know, you could say I'm a, a holistic health coach or, you know, I went to the Integrative Nutrition Center, um, <laughs> which I see a lot. Um, you know, it's no offense to those people, but, you know, we are actually licensed and went through the years of training to actually have the scientific medical background to give people sound advice. So, you know, I can I call myself a nutritionist or a registered dietitian, but um, someone who's not licensed cannot call themselves a registered dietitian. So, you know, if you're looking for someone to help you and you want to go, look for someone that has the credentials RD. Right. Now, as an RD, do you do do you um do you ask people for or do you suggest blood work and things like that? Like I know mm-hmm. you can okay. Yeah, I always ask yeah. them to either have their doctor fax their latest blood work or bring it with them. Okay. Um so I look at all of that and um you know any tests they've had done at like a, a gastroenterologist, let's say if they're having um, gastrointestinal problems, you know, I ask them, please go to the, you know, get these tests done before we start working together because I want to know, you know, what are the medical issues going on and not to just say, oh, maybe it's this. You know, I really want a concrete um, answer to what could be going on and if, and you know a lot of people have all the tests done and nothing is going on so that's fine too but you know it's really important to know medically what's actually happening you know are you actually um is something going on with your thyroid you know please go have that checked too and you know sometimes in our in the middle you know while we're working together they get you know labs rechecked and we see how things are changing for the better um but yeah i take the whole medical background into account because it's so important um, when trying to, you know, help people, help somebody eat differently. Right. Now, do you, what are like some of the, I know that you've seen so many different people, but what do you think like right now or within the last, I don't know, two to three years, um, what are your demographics of the people you see? Are you seeing more elderly, more younger? I would say, well, where I'm located also, there's a lot of, um, you know, newer mothers or mothers of many <laughs> with multiple children, and you know they struggle. So I do see some moms in the area, um, and then I see a lot of teenagers or college kids. Um, and you know, I, I mean, I've really seen every age, but um, you know, a, a large demographic lately is um, pre and postmenopausal women. Right. And, and that just might be like our location. Like, obviously, you have a practice. You're at practice. And you also yeah. practice Body Mindful in Roslyn. And then you also have your own practice in Roslyn as well. And people, so it's sort of the area that we live in. So we're, right. you know, we're really not far from Manhattan. We're on the East Coast. You're on the North Shore. Yeah. I mean, right now, yeah. I'm not, you know, I can really see anybody with any sort of medical condition going on, but for the most part, you know, people just want to eat healthier and, you know, a lot of the time shed a little bit of that, you know, extra weight that they've put on for whatever multitude of reasons. Um, That's kind of the demographic right now is just how do I, you know, start changing my life and not have to go backwards again? You know, how do I change for good? 
So whether you're a teenager or, you know, you're postmenopausal, um, you know, I don't want you to have to keep struggling for the rest of your life. You know, how can we deal with this and start thinking differently? And then it will lead you, you know, throughout your whole life to just, you know, then you kind of just know what you're doing. Like, I want my knowledge to go into your head and, (laughs) you know, us work together and build a relationship that, you know, you actually have support now. Um, Because talking to your mother or your friend or somebody else is not as, it's not the same as when, you know, somebody is helping you um, in a different, you know, when a nutritionist is actually helping you and it's all confidential and, you know, this is like the person that you can, you know, go to and tell, you know, even the silliest things, you know, I've kind of heard it all, like nothing is crazy to me. Um, You know, I, there's zero judgment in my head. You know, I, I just am here to help people. Right. It's kind of like what I hear from being a yoga teacher, you, the, the craziness. They And I'm like, I'm only a yoga teacher, but I've, people have told me they're pregnant before their husband. So um, <laughs> yeah, the things like, that we hear. Raise I, your hand if you're pregnant. <laughs> I had it in, I remember that being like, wow, I'm the first to know. And he doesn't even know yet. Their partner doesn't know. But that, um, as I'm looking over, so I know some of your services, and I guess the, some of these services would really come in handy pretty much the demographic of where we are at the moment. I know you do grocery shopping trips and refrigerator makeovers. Can you tell us a little bit about those? So maybe there's some listeners, and, and I'll give out your information. I'll post that too. Sure. Um, I used to do it, and I started doing grocery trips in the city, um, you know, in Manhattan, and I would take people to Whole Foods and I'd lead a little group. So I'm doing that out here too, and I'll take either one person or a small group of people and just give them a shopping list and we start and I lead them around the grocery store and, you know, compare products with them and, um, you know, compare labels, you know, why is this a better choice, um, how to read labels better and kind of how to navigate the market because they're very confusing and there's thousands of products in there and we just don't know what to do so you know and one of my favorite things is actually going food shopping and I know a lot of people don't enjoy it so I try to help (laughs) them enjoy it a little more I mean I could be in Whole Foods for two hours because that's just me and I'm also like doing my research all the time you know for new products and stuff Um, and then you know, the refrigerator makeover sometimes I'll go to people's houses and just kind of look through their pantry and their fridge and it gives me a really good idea of what's going on. Um, so it's interesting to see some of that. And, you know, it's not like I go out, go in and throw everything out. You know, I would never do that. It's really like, okay, now I know. So let's kind of swap this for that. Or, um, you know, I see a lot of these products, maybe this brand would be better. So that kind of thing. Because getting a little help in life with whatever it is, is so much easier than trying to do it yourself. Oh, I, I yes. I mean, that would be something like I just I just want to be like, okay, I didn't even. There's so many things that you learn sometimes that you just. It's and I think it's you come back to it all the time. You said it earlier because we just don't know. I mean, sometimes it's for me. I just don't know. Like I, right. you know, there's 
and then when you know it, you're like, oh, okay, this makes more you sense. Just I mean, don't know. and you don't know yep. how many times I've seen a client who comes in their first visit and like I know everything I'm supposed to do, but nothing is working. But <laughs> when we actually right. start talking, they're like, wow, really? You know, they really learn things, and um, it really kind of, you know, opens your eyes to the fact that no matter who you are, whether you're a nutritionist or not, you have a lot to learn always and to kind of let it in instead of having your guard up so much. Um, you know, I think people sometimes are intimidated or afraid to, you know, talk to somebody about food or nutrition or whatever's going on in their life. The same thing with yoga. People are afraid to start doing yoga because so many people are better than them, but that's not what it's about. It's really about right. like starting somewhere and as time goes on, you just, you know, you you change so much for the better and you can't believe where you started out. Right. And I think also when it comes to food, there's like an embarrassment, right? It's like, yeah, it's like to really divulge that this is how you're eating or you think you're eating so horribly or that you have a glass of wine or maybe five glasses of wine in a week. I don't know. But, you know, there there's an embarrassment to actually speak to someone and say, well, this is what I do, you know? So right. it's, it's, when you but when you can make that choice to get support and get help, then you really can make those differences. And and I like again, it's the moderation. It's not all or nothing. It's not like you're going to mm-hmm. say to somebody like if I came to you and I said I can't live without. I don't know. I'm just using an example. I love my white wine. I don't want to give it up for a whole for the rest of my life. Never. You, know, you, you never say, okay, give something up. Could, that's the right. thing. So like, how can we let, let's like incorporate it into, you know your life. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, I will never give up my chocolate and my red wine. That's just me or any wine actually. Um, but you know, again, it's moderating it. You know, in college right. I was not moderate. I was extreme. Now, right. you know, I've learned how to modify it. And, um, you know, that's why I think people relate to me and I have, you know, clients that I've had for so many years because I'm real about this and I make them feel comfortable and that whatever they do is okay and there's no judgment and this is all normal actually. Um, It's more normal than not. And, you know, they're like, you're going to think this is weird or, you know, I can't believe I'm telling you this or I ate this really weird thing and I'm like, that's all I do is eat, you know, well, you should see the things I eat, you know. <laughs> right, there is right. no, nothing is off limits and nothing is a silly question. Now, do you work with people where they, like, have a food diary or you look at their food every day or they or they send you a picture? Like, how is your, I know everyone works yeah. a little differently. Yeah, okay. I ask them, I give them a notebook on their first, um, on their initial consult, and I ask them to keep um, a little food log in the notebook for me so that we can both see what's going on the next time I see them. And for them, a lot of people, again, this is a daily struggle. So in a week's time, it seems like a month for Mm -hmm. them. Um, So it's like a kind of a everyday um, little nutritionist sitting on their shoulder to say, okay, if I eat that, I have to write it down. And it really helps you think about it. And I think the majority of people that do that for me 
it really helps them. Some people, it may, you know, it doesn't help as much as others, but the majority of people, it really does help. And I tell them, this is not forever. This is like for net for the beginning. Let's see what's going on. You know, let's try to do a little detective work. Um, and they, they learn so much about themselves, even in a week from writing it down. Um, I also, um, I'm kind of like a 24-7 nutritionist. You know, I tell people they can contact me whenever. They can email me or text me. Some people send me pictures of their dinner and, what you know, what do you think of this? Or right. can you look at the menu for whatever restaurant I'm going to tonight? So, you know, I'm I'm really accessible, and I feel, you know, I need to be there because I'm that person for them. Right, exactly. You know, that, so they like, want the neutral support. person. That yeah, they is, need somebody you know, to be. This is a this is a constant struggle um, in the beginning, usually, and for some people. So you know that I'm just I let them know I'm there. I'm I'm supporting them all the time, and they can you know they're like I don't want to bother you, but that's it's not bothering. You know that's my job, and that's what I'm here for. Now, what if you if you don't mind, do you want to share any struggles that you have with meal planning or food with the listeners? Because, you know, of course, um, it's like being the yoga yeah. teacher thinking you have the most amazing yoga practice. So, of course, right. like well, you're the nutritionist <laughs> registered dietitian, you never – I mean, so if you if you don't mind sharing, just, you know, Yeah, again, know. like that's why, you know, people do relate to me because I'm completely real. You know, I, I am not one of these, like, super health nuts that, like, eats the same thing all the time. Um, you know, I know we talked about the fact that I'm real foodie and I just really love food, whether it's healthy or healthier or not so healthy. Um, you know, I will eat it. But, you know, I really also, I talk a lot about that sugar addiction because I feel like I have it a lot, um, especially through this winter. You're kind of stuck at home. You're baking things with your kids and you're eating them. And then once you eat one cookie, that leads to more of them. Um, and even though I, I have become a moderate person with this, everybody kind of has their daily struggles or their, you know, weekend that was not so great and they right. ate and right. drank too much. So, right. so you know, just I like have every, that. So you're like I a do lot think of weekends <laughs> are really tough. Um, right, right. They're, they're tougher for me because, you know, you're not really on your schedule. You're not working. You're not picking your kids up at a certain time. You're just kind of like hanging out. And you go to dinner out, you know, out to dinner more often. So, you know, that's definitely, you know, what I'm, I'm always working on things for myself, too. And I'm kind of my own, you know, I'm a guinea pig for my clients. You know, I always try things and um, whatever I'm asking them to do, I've already tried because I will never ask somebody to eat something or do something that I haven't already experimented on myself with. Um, so, you know, I'm a normal person and I, you know, struggle with the same things that everybody else does. But, you know, through kind of my passion and my hobby of this also, you know, in addition to like what I do as a living, um, you know, I've just learned to get better at it and give myself a break. Right. And so when you do feel like you've had a struggle, you mm-hmm. move on. You're able to move on and, move and on, go back yeah. to your moderation. And yeah. It ta- and, you know, it. That's one of the reasons I created that clean eating challenge. I was like, oh my god, I need to do something to myself, um, and I yeah, need to help well, we other people because everyone's need, going right? through the same thing right now. And I think when I'm going through it, everybody is because <laughs> you know I am a better example. So when I'm really struggling, like this winter, you know, um, you know, I try to get it together and 
you know, use the same techniques I tell my clients to do. Right. And, no, I you know, because start to write it down and be mindful and go and move my butt, you know, <laughs> like do all these things and just, and you get back to yourself really quickly, which is the great thing. I think really fast within two or three days, you're feeling a lot better. Yeah. And you know what, as teachers and we're all, we're both teachers and there's so many of us that are teachers out there in whatever capacity is a lot of times we teach what we need to learn and then we facilitate the teaching and we're getting a lot out of, so for you due to the, the clean challenge, you needed that and the feedback and the support and you were able to give support to so many people and they were giving support to you. Cause I remember right. we were posting pictures and I feel like that as, as you know, when I, when I teach a class or, or a healing session, I, the message, it's what's the message. And sometimes I need the message to, I need, I need to be facilitated. I facilitate it. You need it as need much it. as like your student. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're Same at here. Three, we're at about three minutes left. So I just want to ask you one more question. It's, it goes sure. so fast. Um, what uh, are there any resources or anything you can share with the listeners? Like any kind of like books or maybe a website or a show. I don't know what what you fancy, but anything kind of resources in general. Um, uh, well, for you know, first, like you said, follow my Facebook page. It's Laura Burak Nutrition B U R A K. Um, you know, for a lot of recipes and things that I kind of concoct really, you know, out of nowhere and quick and easy and healthy. Um, and then, you know, if you're looking for a recipe, um, I don't really follow recipes, but I get ideas from them. So, you know, that, again, comes over time. But, you know, I tell people, like, Google chicken, healthy mushrooms. You know, if you have you know, a couple ingredients you want to use and you'll come, you know, a lot of things will pop up and you'll get really good ideas. Um, you know, some of the cooking websites like cookinglight.com or eating well um, or just following, you know, people's blogs on Facebook and Instagram is really cool to me. I love that now. That's like a whole new, you know, I know. What's your name on, are you on in, do, you, do you know your uh, name on Instagram? Are you? Um, yeah, it's, it's L.W. Burak. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm actually going to create my a nutrition you know separate nutrition account but um nice. you know Very i do nice. list stuff on there too but the majority right now i'm putting on my facebook page um and hmm, other resources yeah i mean just kind of i'm using the internet really i'm not using like actual books as much which i do have a lot of but i'll look up recipes and again just kind of use them for ideas Cool. So I just want to give everybody the, your information. So Laura's website is lauraburaknutrition.com. And again, her Facebook page is Laura Burak Butrition, Nutrition, right. and that's public. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. What else can we... We also can find Laura at Practice Body, Mind, Soul in Roslyn, New York. And um, yeah, this is great. I can't believe how fast this went, Laura. I know I could talk about this stuff forever. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to do a follow-up show. So I am, they are going to be, a, a lot of people listen on the podcast too. So if you're listening to the podcast, welcome. And um, thank you so much for being here. This is so Thanks much fun. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. I'd love to come on again anytime. I'd love to have you. Well, Great. thank you so much. I know there's so much more we can talk about. Okay, and we'll thanks, have to do Tina. It another time. You're welcome. Have a great day. You too. Okay. Bye-bye.
Bye. So thank you, everybody, for listening. We had so much to talk about, and I'll have to have Laura back on soon enough. And I just want to share with you that I chose a card while we were earlier in the show, and it's a perfect card. It is wide open. So know that everything is wide open. Your choices, your possibilities are endless. And stay true to yourself. Take care of yourself on this beautiful month of March. And be aware. Focus on your intention of making good, informed food choices and developing sound eating and, and good physical activity habits. I appreciate, Laura, being on the show and all of you listening. May you have a beautiful, wonderful day. They said you wouldn't make it so far. And ever since they said it, it's been hard. But never mind the night, yeah.